You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This one goes out to McKay on a Total Request Tuesday. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, it's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Total Request Tuesday, songs you like uh, to ski to. Or any outdoor uh, recreation, really. Let us know at Austin Horton. We'll talk to Bowler coming up here momentarily. It's game day here on The Zone. Uh, Tip-off against the Pelicans will be at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage, uh, Tim Lacombe will be in the house. Uh, We'll begin at 6. Where are you at on uh, on the future of the Pelicans, Gordon? You like what they're building there? Hard to tell at this point. I mean, Zion gets an awful lot of publicity and but it's so tough to win in the NBA, man. It's it, not only do you have to have a couple of great players, but you have to have a lot of things go right. You have to be coached up correctly. The guys, the the uh, the 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 the, uh, the the rest of the crew, they have to be willing to play their roles. And I mean, we see that all the time. And uh, Gordy would have told us this that uh, talent alone just sometimes doesn't get there. And so it's very difficult. What do you think? Um, And we can ask Bowler the same question, but I like Zion and Brandon Ingram as two pieces to build around. Uh, Outside of that, you know, Steven Adams is great, but they're not in win, you know, win, win now mode. So, you know, I'm not in love with the rest of the roster. I'm not, I've never been a big Lonzo ball guy, but those, those two Zion and Brandon Ingram, I think are great. Uh, Joining us now, the television voice of the Utah jazz, the one, the only, Craig Bowler, Jack. Hi, Bowler. Hey, Jake. Gordon, been a long time, my guys. How are you? Hey, we're doing great, buddy. Yeah. Um, weigh in on this. Uh, we were just talking a little bit about the Pelicans. They're in town. Uh, what ah, do, you think, yeah. well, uh, do you like what they're building there? Well, I think there's pieces there. Uh, I think they've got a really interesting coach in Stan Van Gundy uh, who's had success, um, highs and lows throughout his career. But they've got two good pieces on the front line. I think their front line is pretty daunting, actually. Uh, with uh, Zion and Brandon, and then you throw in Stephen Adams, who just, you know, just methodically goes about his business, right? Uh, is he dynamic scorer? No, but he's a defensive force. He's a rebounder. Not sure how the guard line's going to play out with uh, Lonzo. Um, I'm expecting maybe to see him on the floor some tonight. Haven't really got the confirmation yet, but I think there's some pieces there to be worked. Um, I think that's what the next step is for most teams to reach the next level is to have what the Jazz have, and that's uh, diversity, high scoring, uh, rebounding defense. And I think the Jazz have put together, you know, a nice second unit now. Uh, and if Joe gets back, it makes it even stronger. But, you know, I think they're on their way to something uh, as long as uh, the big fella, Zion, can keep healthy because, you know, he still carries around about 280, and uh, that's still a lot. That's still a lot carry around on the basketball floor and he wants to be at the rim and dunk and when you leave your feet that's always kind of a to me I kind of hold my breath when I see bigs uh jumping and going off the floor with that much weight Baller Gordy was just on with us and he posed an interesting question as to who will the Jazz put on him tonight and could this be a situation where the Jazz go with their two bigs on the floor at the yep. same time yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, some, a great question 
uh, that will be filtered into Quinn Snyder, I guarantee you, during uh, our media time with him tonight. But that's the reason why Derek Favors is here, is for matchups, and especially with the Lakers as well. Uh, he can be used in multiple, if he starts him, or if they decide to go with their starting five to make a, uh, a move, depending on what Ingram and, and uh, uh, Zion are off to. But, you know, it's a power game. They don't shoot a lot of threes like the Jazz are now. They're a little bit more, quote, old school um, on the way they like to power the ball and, and hit the rim. So, yeah, it could be, Gordon. It's a great question, and I think we'll get an answer uh, tonight uh, as well. What do you make of the way Jordan Clarkson's playing, Bowler? I'm sure we've asked you about this recently, but oh. he just continues to impress. Look, I try to, you know, look, there's other incredibly talented six, you know, players off the bench, but there's no one more impactful at the moment uh, through these first month, the first month of this season. Uh, I've never seen a player adjust as quickly as he has. I've never seen a player that takes on the responsibility that he does to lead a second unit. And I've never seen a player that has so many, Jake, I tell you, it's moves. It's constant ball movement. You know, we call him all the nicknames you want. I mean, he, he, he never picks up the dribble, much like what Nash did in his career. Uh, but he just continues to find just a little bit of space, and he can do so much with it. And I'm impressed. And plus, his three-point shot is continuing to, to really, I think, bowl over a lot of people. But, you know, what what, what we saw – is that even though he may have an off half, he never loses faith, and the team doesn't lose faith in him. And it goes back to the old cliche of what Kyle Korver always says, shooters don't forget how to shoot. You know, he may just get old and, and kind of go away. But Clarkson's a young guy that just has a high motor and a high level of confidence, and Quinn Snyder has uh, as much confidence in him as well. He's he's having a terrific start, man. He's He's been a huge part of the success so far for this franchise. So, Bowler, the Jazz uh, won five straight now, and they seem to be putting it together. How convinced are you that what we're seeing is the truth, and can the Jazz actually put themselves in contention for a Western Conference title? Another good question, and, you know, I've always thought 20 games was kind of the the mark, uh, and we're getting close to that uh, when you start to really decide what a team is, what they can do. And I, I think what we're seeing in this five-game winning streak, Gordon, is really incredible balance now. Uh, defensively first, and then second is the offense that the Jazz are able to, to put up on a consistent basis. You know, they're number one in the NBA uh, today uh, in three-point makes at 16.2 a game. Um, Man, just think back a few years ago where the three ball really wasn't even spoken uh, with this franchise with Coach Sloan. But look, Coach did it a different way. He had different players, and it was a different time. But what I think is impressive is the Jazz are up with the times because what do you think the league is? It's a three-point league with play at the rim, and Rudy fits that, that need, and so does Faves. But I think there's balance that we maybe didn't see uh, that often last year. But we're seeing it now, and they're able to start faster, sustain a lead, take the punch that most teams give you. Home or away, right, on runs. This league is all about runs. And I just think it's good basketball, you know, right now. Can you sustain it? Uh, can, Gore, uh, can Jordan Clarkson sustain his play? 
of, uh, of field goal percentage and threes and free throw percentage? And can the Jazz keep knocking down threes? Because, you know, as you, we always say, you know, if you have an off night, it can, it can dismantle you in a hurry because teams grab those rebounds and will run it down your throat. Uh, but so far, there seems to be good balance. And there's a little mixed in of short-range shots, the little floaters by Connolly in the paint and even Clarkson, even Donovan, and the play at the rim. So if you can stay with that balance, man, there's a lot of damage this team can do. Bowler is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What did you think about Mie Oni getting a little uh, bite at the apple the other night with Joe missing? You know, I like it. I like it. I, I, tell, I, I think I, the story I tell is I remember – when Mie was going one-on-one with Dante Exum in a, in a practice, and there was physicality that I did not expect from this young man from Yale, right? But I noticed at that point in time, and then it came to fruition when the trade happened and the Jazz decided to move Dante for Clarkson, which, by the way, may go down in history as one of the most impactful trades the Jazz have made. But it also opened the door for, for Mie to, to come on the floor and be a defender. He's long. He's 6'5". He's got some uh, – he's really got some great defensive attitude that, that the Jazz have got to have. You have to have that. Someone has to have that on any team where you, you play the little role of nasty. And I think he's just beginning to understand the importance that he can bring. You know, he's only two years in, barely even, you know, stepping into his second year. And the Jazz are given an opportunity with, with Joe out. But I think this guy is going to be a, a good, uh, you know, a rotation player. He shows some signs of hitting the 3-2, Jake. And if you can do both of those things, you're going to play a long time in this league. Hmm. Well, we've talked with you about Mike Conley in the past. He's continuing. He's convincing me that he is what he is now again. You know, and, and yeah. we didn't see that consistently last year. We're seeing it consistently now. I never thought I'd say this, but I felt like a veteran was totally freaked out. I mean, last year, totally out of place, felt out of place. And if you think about the habits that we all have, uh, 12 years in Memphis on a pick-and-pop guy with Gasol and really being the main ball haver, Gordon, and then the injury comes, I think the confidence was shot. There was a lot of negative, you know, social verbiage out there, what else is new. Uh, but I think Mike Conley is who he is um, in the sense of the comfort level that he always played with in Memphis. He understands now more than ever, Jake, too. And I, I've heard you guys talk about this on the postgame show on my ride home. By the way, you and Tim doing a nice job. And Thanks, the, bottom line, the bottom line is that he knows he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands 24-7 like a dominant guard in the – what was in the day of Memphis, the way they ran things. So he knows Donovan has to have touches. He knows that, uh, you know, Jordan Clarkson is going to have touches. Heck, Joe Ingles is going to have the touch bringing a ball up. So I think he finally gets it. He's good in his own skin again. He's healthy, for one, more confident. And you can't ask for a more dynamic start. With assists, three ball, holy cow. And he has that confidence when he gets stuck in the paint. Either he passes off or he just goes ahead and releases the ball. And that that, tough, that shot, according to Harpering and Big T, that is a more difficult shot than people understand because you're running in and you have to really kind of hold back. You remember Trey Burke came in? You know, Quinn kind of worked with him on that little that dead ball floater, as I call it. But he just have to release it at the right time with the right momentum. And I tell you what, Conley's a master at it. Um, 
and he's he's been I think maybe one of the bigger surprises of just consistency along with Clarkson's impact too with this team. Bowler, thank you very much as always. Have a great call tonight. Well, you know we're in the building tonight, Jake, so uh, you can always slide in there on the third floor to, if you want to just peek in. But got a few fans in the stands tonight, so it's good to be home. Six straight, by the way. How about that for a change? Yeah, six in hey, a row. Bowler, I can't let you go without mentioning your Chiefs. Oh man. Oh, Jake and Gordon. I tell you what, man. You talk about a guy who about fell out of his chair. Well, I did actually. Um, when Mahomes got. Uh, did you see him get up? It looked like he'd been on a two-day bender, by the way. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Chiefs have been pretty quiet about a day-to-day. But it's, uh, you know, Chad Henney did a nice job. But, Jake, I don't know if Mahomes, if he can't go, it's going to be tough to win an AFC championship against uh, a pretty good Buffalo Bills team that's uh, rolling with some emotion right now. So we'll wait and see. And Tom Brady's back at it again. I, I just, the guy, it's, it's amazing. Whatever he drinks – the the you what he or the fountain of youth you know that's what it is he's got it he's got it in his backyard somewhere he's drinking Careful out of it every day you, you start complimenting Tom Brady and suddenly what's played in the background around here it did. I mean, Bowler is just making honest commentary yours is is way more love festy Bowler how is mine more love festy what did I say that was more love festy than what Bowler Bowler is just saying what he's seeing you're just you're coming at it from the the um, love struck uh, fan perspective you know Bowler wow. did you pick did you pick the the Bucks he does Oral? every week okay all right. Well, it could be the Bucks and the Chiefs. It could not. It could be the Bills, a surprise team. Uh, and it hasn't happened since, gosh, Thurman Thomas days, right? I mean, gosh, they've had a long run of, of uh, well, like the Chiefs. I mean, they, they haven't been, you know, it was their first Super Bowl in 50 years. And they finally won one. So, um, now football's great. I'm glad they got the season under their belt. Obviously, they've had some issues as has the NBA so far. But, you know, we keep plodding along. But, We'll see if Mahomes can answer the bell. He will, won't he? I mean, he will, unless he's really, really in bad shape. I, you I know what? Insiders tell us. In, insiders tell you that maybe um, it was more pinched, and that's why he was a little, a little woozy. But I, I, I I'm no doctor. But <laughs> um, Jake, I, I don't know. What would you put on it to see Mahomes play? Oh, I think he's going to play, whether he's right or not. But maybe that's my cynical take about the NFL and where priorities may or may not be. Well, you know, that's a pretty good take by you, too, because there's a lot of truth to that to that statement, man. And, you know, the thing is, it's now, but you also have to think about down the road because he's far from over. I mean, he's just starting. And so you got to protect the guy's health. But your statement um, holds a lot of truth, too. Yeah. Appreciate it, Bowler, and hey, I'll, I'll pop by on my way to get a J-Dog tonight. Pop by, J-Dog, bring me one. All right, I'll, buddy. And I'll, I'll love Venmo you. <laughs> you got it. I want to hear Bowler on the call with a J-Dog and as, as he's ch- chomping away. You know, that'll be funny. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, it'd be good with a little mustard on that thing, too. That they good. are good. Uh-huh. Thanks, Bowler. Nice. There you go. Uh, the great Craig Bowler Jack dropping by with us as he does each and every Tuesday. Got an wait, 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 Jake, what, what, what are you, what's the deal with you? He says something nice about Tom Brady and it's all legitimate. I say something nice about it. Well, you've got a track record, Gordon. Leave Tom alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's all about perspective, Gordon. Okay, is that what it is? That's what it's all about. Not sports next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.